Welcome to the Keeping Up Appearances podcast. I'm Colin Murray and with me is... Bob Cole, Sean O'Hara and Michael Tosh. It's Colin, what's he going to do? Ready! Ready! So unfortunately, we're going to have to relive the Aston Villa Everton game, which I don't think any of us are too excited to do. We've probably wiped it from our memories. But any post-match thoughts? I, I went into it um, mildly optimistic with the team news, and um, once the game started, we just kind of thought, "How long is Calvert Lewin going to last? Is it going to be five minutes, ten minutes, fifteen minutes?" Then Villa started scoring, so it changed from. <laughs> Is Calvert Lewin going to stay on the pitch? Is it going to be 6 0 at half time? So the optimism died quite quickly. Uh, I think the only positive I took from the game really was that it was a new injury for Calvert Lewin. It wasn't his hamstring going again. It's a fresh one that hopefully won't keep him out for too long. But after, I was quite happy with how we performed in the first game of the season, just conceded a freak goal and didn't score on ourselves out of all the chances. But we were just absolutely dire. I think all over the pitch, I think last week I ended the preview sort of saying away from home with the dice, I felt we'd be quite solid, so completely wrong about that one. Um, I think just from start, they just, they just weren't there. I think the first goal sort of sums it all up. Them letting them, Garner Gay letting, I can't remember who it was in the middle for them, run across the pitch to someone running Ashley Young and then John McGinn stood in the box, five or six Everton players around him and he's just stood by himself pretty much in the six-yard box. It was just kind of just that separate tone, really. I think none of us really had Everton in the thoughts of relegation this year. I think for me now that, that sort of defeat and that performance has made me really, really worried. Yeah, I think the performance is, is more worrying than the defeat, I think. I think the nature we got beat is... Was not great. I thought, you know, quietly confident going into the game. As as Bob said, you see Cavalier starting, and then you think, oh, maybe there's something in this for us. And again, we've missed for however long a striker will be going to try and do stuff in the box and challenging keepers and challenging defenders. And he goes and does it and fractures his cheekbone, which is unfortunate. But yeah, I think overall it's probably the worst performance I've seen him for a long time. I think probably since the game against Brighton at home last season. It's rare, I think, that you come out of a game without any positives at all, but I just can't see any from, from that game on Sunday. But, you know, the good thing is it's a marathon, not a sprint, so, you know, there's always another chance of Marathons are really hard, you know. <laughs> yeah, but you've got time to, you've got time to, to peg it back, so I think... six more games, that rubbish. <laughs> yeah, I, I still think we'll be all right, maybe just by the fact that they'll probably be three worst teams, but they need to make change, they need to do it quickly. We're in this position now where the game on Saturday against Wolves... It's pretty much must win. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know why we suddenly think, or why we think that we can just, oh, we don't need to sign our players before then. It's so frustrating that when we know now we're going to do our business the last day, when we could be second okay. bottom of the league with no points again, yeah, like last year. And I just, it's just frustrating, you know, like if you just said, when we get to the end of the season, we're in the chase, like last year, we knew we had Bournemouth home to come, we knew we had Wolves away, we thought they were going to get points. If this was at the end of the season, Fulham at home, Wolves at home, They'd be two games, you say we have to get six points from them. And we're in a position where we could have a stronger team for that. And we're just not doing anything about it. Even this week, link with Che Adams, not his biggest fan, but I think he improves us. We're going to wait and sign him until after the game, aren't we? There's no way we're going to have him for Saturday. They've been in Chester yeah. all week, they're close to agreeing a deal. Just get the deal done, done and see if we can start with it. And that's a frustrating thing because 
and say we just look. I, I can't see us winning Saturday the way with that team. I can't. Do, do we not think though, in terms of like Sean Dice? I, I just don't. Do, do the players know what he's doing? Because I certainly don't know what he's doing. I don't know if he knows what he's doing. I think like from my point of view, you, you see the formation he's playing. Like he, I think he tries to keep up with like modern footy, and then tries to play formations at City do like your four two three ones and he's just got the core he's just like yeah. running around like headless chicken doesn't know where he's meant to be then Calvin Lewins doesn't know what he's meant to be doing James Garner I mean I think he was a fault for a lot of like the structural problems at the weekend he's not a exactly what I mean but you're expecting it he's, a, he's a definitely a good player and he's playing out of position Patterson's getting just left out to dry because he hasn't got any cover I just don't know, and then you're getting players in, for example, Shay Adams. What thoughts going into that other than he scored in the Premier League before? There's just no, no like at least three times. Well, yeah, I think he almost get five last year. Like, I, I'm not turning my nose up on him, but there's just no kind of like. I, I fear that Simon's going to be Neil Mopay again. It just stinks of that deal again, getting someone in who scored a couple of goals in the Premier League for a similar amount of money. At the game when Calvert Lewin initially went down and Mopay started warming up, and I I was watching, I was like, oh. started cursing. And then Banjuma came on, so I, I don't really know whether he, he had that thought in his head. He might have seen the reaction to fans where Mopay was warming up. So I can't flatten them. I just think the thing is, it's unfortunately, it's where we're at. And that's, it looks like that's the only place we can sign. I think there's been rumours today of people of Kaku. Be in contact. I think he's training with him with 21s at Chelsea to maybe get him in on loan. But wages will be ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to come to some sort of agreement and deny we'd be able to afford his full wages. But I don't know. The, the worry is that, as you say, not getting signed is done. And then the longer this period goes on, no one's going to want to come. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's like a worry that the, the longer you're rubbish, no one's going to want to come. I mean, so I think it's telling that, like, Nonto is back training with Leeds. Isn't he? I know that's probably not his choice, but yeah. if I were looking at Everton at the weekend. But Leeds told us. A month ago, they didn't want to sell him, and we've caught him <laughs> for a month. And have you we told been, us the price, we've now yeah. reached the price. So, we and can't, we, can't, and, and yeah. what have we so have we been looking at someone else over the last month or not? Is it all back to square one? I don't know. I just said that the, that the players know what to do, and I think the problem is that you've got three midfielders who are not very good on the ball, they're not footballers and runners. Yeah. And well, again, we just, we just run around, but it's not and again, you watch like the, the other occasion, I would go back to it, you know, when he came on against Villa last year on his debut, the, the goal he made was he just picked the ball up and ran. A bit like, you know, Yaya Torre, you've yeah. seen a couple of Monday nights for Wolves when they played Man United, they had that Cunha in the middle. Yeah, yeah, just picked up and ran. You think, yeah. why doesn't the man do that? He just does nothing when he gets it, he plays dead safe. And again, you get a lot of people turn on the likes of Michael Keane and people like that, and don't get me wrong, he deserves it. But, the, you know, this lad is 40 million, you know, He'll be talking about moves to Man United at some point this year or whatever. Well, and he's just Michael Keane was what 25 30 million and, and he's been at Evan for the best part of a decade now. He's been here a long time and he's been awful, yes, for 90% of that. Like he's got a couple of screamers and that's been it. And he's kind of represents what's been wrong with Everton since Machiri came in that we can't get rid of the deadwood. See, so there's stats that on, since Dice has been here when Keane and Tarkovsky have played together, we've conceded an average of 2.5 goals a game or something like that. When there's another pair and just any other pair, it's, it's less, I think it's about 1.3 or something like that. I might be wrong, that's so. 
I do think as well though, have you seen like that the fourth one back when when obviously Ashley Young gives uh, Keane that suicidal throw and then obviously the you don't want to give that to as well. Well yeah, but it is what it is in that situation and every everyone knows what he should have done. Mm. But when that happens, they go through on goal, you just look at his body language and his head's down. And you think if that's like Tarkovsky or even like Yeri Mina, Connor Cody, they'd absolutely like they'd be all over you there, as in like, what are you doing? Yeah. He's just he's just got no confidence. And I just think he can't be doing anything in training to think he deserves a place. Even his his, his mental health is everything must be yeah, low. I don't understand how he keeps getting put into these positions where he's just gonna get leathered every he's week. Nervous wrecking you, but I don't know why last season when we needed to win for those last few games. He took him out the team and put Yerry Mina in. But yeah, he's just free him back in now. It makes no sense. If, if he wasn't good enough for that, I don't know yeah. why he's in it now, to be I honest. I think what he does, I like, I've been a bit of a keen defender at times where you can see at times, it's like he's a bit on his on foot. When he's got the ball, he can play good passes and obviously he's a threat from cause. That's the only thing I can think. You think, And he's obviously experienced at that level, but as I said, he's had too many chances. But it's not, yeah. not going to change. He's had, he might take him off the team now. We know as soon as an injury, he's going to come back in. Yeah. So it's like, again, we haven't got money to sign. People were saying he's probably not going to spend it now on the centre-back, are He's better than Michael Keane. But again, I've been going back to what Sean said about Dyche and the system. You know, that's what you sort of thought. You thought when we were getting Dyche, there was probably no one who was like, oh my God, how great to have got Sean Dyche. But you thought, you weren't going to get beat 4-0 like that to Villa because Villa weren't even good the other day. Villa are a decent side, we know that. They actually weren't good. They didn't have to be good. Yeah. That was the thing with Dice and what everyone is saying about Everton staying up is that it'll be because Dice will get them sorted out. They'll be solid. They'll get the put. They'll beat the odd team at home. They'll get points away from home. I say I know it could just be a blip. I hope it is. But from what you've seen in the past two years, I don't think that. I don't think this. As Bob says, the good performance against Fulham is probably more of a blip. That's more the outlier. Yeah. I, I was going to say I, I think he's out of his depth. To be honest, Dice. I just, I just don't think he's. He's not a modern football manager. Definitely not a modern Premier League manager. Things also his depth. I think he. I don't. I just don't think he, he gets today's game. Maybe it's um, it's a shame. He was obviously there to tighten it up and make it. I don't know, stronger, more resilient, or whatever. I don't know, onwards and upwards, I suppose. Onwards and downwards. <laughs> Didn't even mention us. We just won four 0 Didn't even get a mention. <laughs> right then. Should we pick our next match? These are the rules. We select three matches from this week's fixtures, which are entered into the Wheel of Fortune. This will randomly select our featured game. This match will be the focus of our discussions, predictions, and most importantly, our game of keeping up appearances. Once our fixture has been chosen, we'll use an online generator to provide a target number for our game. For us, this is anything between 50 and 450. Our job then is to think of a player who's made that many appearances for either of our selected teams. Whoever's closest wins. Each week, four points will go to the closest person, three points for second place, two points will go to third place, and the person who's furthest away gets one. These points will be accumulated over the whole season, and we'll update our league table each week. Okay then, so now time to pick this week's game we're going to preview. So the three matches this week are Man United, Nottingham Forest, Arsenal, Fulham and Sheffield United, Man City. Spin the wheel.
and it's landed on Man United Forest. Okay then, any thoughts? I think it's a, it's a it's quite a big game. It's quite like a two historic names. Um, I think I mean I can't see past Man United to be fair, but you no, know, maybe not Forest might. Nottingham Forest. Maybe Nottingham Forest. And a few Forest fans would have a go Wind up. Maybe maybe Nottingham Forest might cause a bit of a surprise. Who's at home? Manchester United. Manchester United. Right, okay. I would have thought if it was at Mott's Forest, they would have had more luck because they were really good at home last year, weren't they? But I can't, I can't say anything other than Man United win. I think United are absolutely dreadful. I do, I was going to say the same. I think it's a type of game now that United would expect it's one and they think, oh, they, they bounce back. But I watched Forest on Friday night and I watched a bit of them the week before against Arsenal and they were quite good they're very organised they're good on the counter-attack and United struggled with that against Wolves I suspect United will win just as the type of game that United win when, when they need one at home mm-hmm. they've got a nice easy game in theory but I, you know I think if Forest gets set up what United if United score early it's probably game over I think the longer Forest can keep them I just thought Man United was so bad against Tottenham yeah. it, it was I couldn't believe it like, Tottenham was good Man United just look all over the place. You, know, you talk about before about Dyche not having a system, they just seem to have no system trying to cram Fernandez, Casemiro, Mount in the same midfield. But yeah. yeah, I probably would still go for United win, but yeah, I think it might be not as easy as suggested. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I've not seen much of um, Forest this season. Um, seen a bit of United, not overly impressed. And I think, if I'm totally honest, I think of a lot of people's. A lot of people's predictions again for United might just be as they always are. United will win. Did we all have United in our top four? Yeah, I did. Yes. Did you? I did. Yeah. Yeah. So four I of us, four of us had United in our top four. And if I said why, I don't think any of them would be able to give me a solid reason of why they finished before. It's just something we just think, yeah, they will. I just, but I think the last two games they've shown nothing against Wolves. They were lucky to come away with a win, <laughs> and then Tottenham people. You wonder if Mount's Mount's injured, isn't he? So after the international break, you wonder if they might be able to go back to the sort of system they had last year. They expect Ericsson to come back in. Ericsson seemed to work up something with Casemiro, so they might get back. So I thought last year they looked like they were progressing under Ten Hag a bit. You know, they had like a spell of results, didn't they? With it, and when they obviously they won the cup, the the sort of in the league were pushing up. There was one time about February time people were saying they could potentially challenge City at one point, but I don't. Yeah, just like you, I think they've been really poor starting so far. Does anyone want to uh, give a prediction? Yeah. Go on, I'll go first. I think I'll go. I think Forrest will score. I think I'll go with a 3 1 Manchester United. Bob? I'll go Man United 2, not Forrest 0. I think I'm going to go a bit closer 2 1. I'm going to go to Manchester United. Uh, I'll be honest, I'm struggling. I think I don't think United have a goal threat really. Um, I know that Hoyland is apparently travelling with them. Um, do you think they'll get a game? Not likely. Um, but the front three just don't seem to be working. They don't seem to be creating chances. I think Anthony and Garnacho have had a lot of criticism. Mm-hmm. Rashford, again, is not his best position, is it, through the middle? Um, I don't even know. I think generally he United fans prefer him off the left. Rashford yeah. said that as well. Oh, really? Rashford's yeah. not happy playing it. 
think Bruno creates all their threats. I think he's great. But yeah. without him, they're just a bit lost. Um, but I'll go, you know what? I'll go for a bit of a change. I'll go one all. Fair play. Okay, then just to recap, we've got Callum saying a 3 1 win to Man United, Bob 2 0, myself 2 1, all in favour of United, and Sean with a 1 all draw. Right, so now it's time to generate our number for the Keeping Up Appearances game. And it is 380, so 380 appearances is what we've got to guess. Potentially a very tough one. Yeah, Tosh has got his head in his hands here. I think I know it. Right, bit of thinking time for us, same for you if you're playing at home, and we'll be back when we've got our answers. Right, thinking time's over, um, we've all got our answers. Um, what we are going to do though is slightly change things from last week. So rather than an answer, sorry, rather than a player than an answer, we're going to say all of our players and then save the answers to the end just to keep the suspense up a little bit. Right, who's going first? I'll start. Um, I've gone straight up with Chief Ebra. Wait, did you gonna go in? I wasn't, so that's fine. For you as well. No, I think you had to see. I've got another one, and you, you went first. You went first. Well, so, all right. Um, so, I'm going to go for Patrice Evra. Again, bigger numbers, hard to think, but I know he joined around the time when he won that league with Fergie around 2005-2006, so she left about probably 2013, around the time Ferguson left. Seven, eight years of playing, you know, 30-odd games, 40 games. They had a lot of European runs. Again, maybe a million miles away, but that was my guess. I was struggling for Forest players. I was thinking someone, the only thing is, like, obvious ones, like Stuart Pearce and people like that. But it, I reckon he probably made double one of appearances. 760. Yeah. I reckon it was daft. I reckon it was. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 that's the real question. It's close to three. It's 760. <laughs> Right. Um, I again, obviously, I had a shocker last week. Mine was a player who I think signed in like '96, maybe after the Euros, I think, and then left in about 2003. Peter Schmeichel. Signed a lot earlier than that. Did he? Was it not after the? Oh, no, oh the Euros was in '92. '92. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven years. That's four years, isn't it? <laughs> 11 years. <laughs> no, to be fair, he left, he left in 1999 <laughs> I'll keep with my theme of only picking players that are, have relation to Everton. I was originally going to go with Phil Neville, but I hate him too much, so I'm not going to say Phil Neville. Bit harsh. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Ashley Young, because I know he had a surprisingly long United career, was club captain for a bit, played all over the place, so he just kind of slotted in. So he may surprise me, but I think this might be my worst answer. I think it's a bad answer. Also, he's made a rough for his own back there, saying everyone's got a ramen in it and link as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be difficult to 
Cal? Right, so I was going to say Everett as well, but my other guess was kind of along the, the goalkeeping route, like Sean. I was kind of torn between a couple. I was kind of going with the idea that possibly he would have to be there for eight years or so, eight or nine years. Um, I was thinking De Gea or Van der Sar. I think De Gea might have been there for longer than eight, eight years. So I'll take a punt on Van der Sar. I think he joined probably around about 2005, didn't he? Left after he lost the final in 2011, so about six or seven, I reckon. When did De Gea? After Van der Sar. I think when he lost the European Cup final in 2011, Van der Sar retired and he replaced him with De Gea. So I'm potentially looking there, it's six six seasons, maybe seven, of all competitions when United were in like the pomp and playing all and he would have been playing all those games, so yeah, I'll, I'll go with Van der Sar. So it's time now to check our results. Uh, one of us will check using transfermarket.com to keep it nice and fair, and then we'll see who's come out on top. So the results are as follows. We've had a couple of very bad ones and a couple of very good ones. I mean, well, one superb one. In fourth place was Bob with yes. Ashley Young. Who had 261 appearances for Manchester United, so he was 119 out. <laughs> In third place was me with 266, and I was 114 out. In second place was Sean with 398 appearances for Schmeichel, so 18 oh, out. Good. Very good. And leaves first place for Tosh, who potentially stole my answer. It was 379, was one out. (laughs) Just very, very unlucky. There's one game where everyone was was injured and ruined the whole game for Tosh. I thought he played that one. (laughs) I know know which one you mean. So, yeah, so that was fourth place Bob, third place Callum, second place Sean, first place Tosh. Congratulations. Thank you very much. If we have a quick look at our updated league table, we're unmoved in terms of positions. Callum's at the bottom with five. Sean's in third with seven. Bob is in second with eight. And Tosh still holding firm at the top with 12. So it was another good week for Tosh in the Keeping Up Appearances game. We hope that you enjoyed the Manchester United and Nottingham Forest game on Saturday. Keep an eye out for our predictions and we'll see you next week. Bye for now. <laughs> 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 <laughs>